Welcome to Man's Greatest Need Podcast, where the greatest need of man in this world is met through Jesus Christ. I am your host, Israel Rosario. In this episode, I will cover two areas of communication. One, communication with God, and second, communication with other people. We will go through the scriptures and find help so that we can become more effective in both areas. First, the first part of communication between God and man is listening. Romans 10:17 mentions that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We know that by reading the word of God, God speaks to us. And as we hear from the Lord, we should be listening. John 14:26 mentions that the Holy Spirit is our comforter and our teacher. In order for us as believers to have that connection, we must be able to dial into the Bible. The Bible is, after all, all we need to equip us for life. 2 Timothy 3.16 mentions that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, and for instruction in righteousness. You know, shortcutting this process and bypassing it will open you up to your own way of thinking and your own way of doing things. And that will give the devil an open door into your heart and mind, deceiving you and ultimately destroying your life. 1 Peter 5a mentions that Satan, the devil, is like a roaring lion. He will devour you. He will destroy your life. He will take you down to cause you to be an ineffective Christian, destroying your testimony and being useless for the kingdom of God here on earth. The work and function of the Holy Spirit is to first convict us of sin. That is so important. I want to mention that again. The work and function of the Holy Spirit is to first convict us of sin. You know, if we're not convicted of sin, then we're pretty much left to our own devices. And uh, sin, he, he cannot fellowship with sin. God cannot fellowship with sin. It's, it's just impossible. It's, just, it's like trying to mix water and oil. It just won't happen. And so John 16, 7 through 11 mentions, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For I do not go away, or rather, if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment and of sin, because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. I want to shed some light on that word uh, convict or conviction in John 16, verse 8. 
You know, that word conviction is uh, so important. Do you have that Holy Spirit conviction, my brother, my sister in Christ? I hope so. Because if not, you're in a dangerous path and you are going to be at your most vulnerable state. Again, open to satanic attack. And so the Holy Spirit conviction is a good thing and necessary because it is a safety net. If you are not convicted of your wrongdoing, watch out. You are either backslidden or you do not belong to the Lord. And, not, and you are not born again, which is the only way to heaven. I know this sounds tough, but you know I want to give you that. I want to give you tough love, not from my own opinion, but from the word of God. Again, if you don't have any conviction in your life, check to see if you're in the faith. It's the most important thing. Don't play with your soul. Don't play with your life. If you're a believer and you're backslidden, you know it. Stop playing around. Get right with God. Repent of your sins and get back on track so you can glorify God in your life. And then you will gain the crown of life and you will not be ashamed at his appearing. Question for you. Do you have that communication with God? Stop and think about that where you are. God already knows your heart. Don't play. You can't deceive him. You can deceive others. But you know, you'd be lying to God and you'd be lying to yourself if you're not doing what you need to be doing as a Christian. The conviction of the Holy Spirit will bear witness of those things that you are not doing for Him. Get right with God. Our primary mode of communication with the Lord is prayer. Now, I'm not going to lie. Prayer for me is tough. It's not that I do not want to pray. It's just that uh, the, the, the pressures of this world will sometimes just hinder me from praying as I ought. Finding the time, just like you make time for the important things in your life. How much more do we, you and I, have to make time for prayer? And so we have to be careful how we pray as well because, uh, you know, we can pray uh, with the wrong motive, with the wrong heart, and God will hear that prayer, but he won't answer those prayers. And so ask God for wisdom in prayer. Ask him to show you how to pray. I mean, that, that's what the uh, disciples asked the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, teach us to pray. Even Jesus Christ himself prayed on a regular basis because he took, him, he, he took upon himself human form. And so because he took upon himself human form, realizing his need for the Father, how much more we as uh, um, just mere man need to do so. And so it's, so it's important to pray because with prayer, then you are connected to the Lord. And through prayer, we can gain victory in Jesus Christ. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 
mentions to pray without ceasing. And so pray without ceasing through the day. That will keep you connected with the Lord. And little by little, continually, we can gain the victory through Jesus Christ. And others will see that in our lives. Second, we must examine how we communicate with others, our fellow man, family members, co-workers, people in the church, just in our everyday lives, in our communities. Is your language edifying or does it tear down? Colossians 3.8 mentions we are to put away all anger, wrath, malice, filthy communication out of your mouth. When I get myself into trouble with my lack of self-control in my communication with others, I always go back to James 1.19. Be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Again, the Bible mentions first and foremost to listen. So we see in the scriptures how important listening is. It is mentioned first. When we respond in anger, we fail to show the love of God. And in doing so, we damage our testimony. You know, how we respond reveals really what is in our hearts. I want to leave you with these thoughts from Philippians 4.8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report. If there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And so, you know, uh, that verse right there, whatever things are, are, are of a good report, of a of a good report that is your testimony is that being uh, shown in your life I hope this was of a, an encouragement but also I hope that it was a source of conviction because we all need that we need that Holy Spirit conviction we need the Lord to guide us so that first and foremost we can have that communication with God. That's number one. Without that, nothing will be right. And then second, communication with our fellow, uh, fellow man. And what I mean by that is family members, co-workers, people in the church, just people in your everyday life. And so the application to this all is the communication with the Lord first and foremost and so I hope that this was a source of encouragement and uh, in the show notes at the bottom there are links that you can refer to to leave a voicemail or go into uh, anchor.fm and um, there's further information as to uh, um, leaving any uh, information that you may uh, want me to put out there something maybe that you're struggling with and uh, so until the next time, live in peace, live in hope.
And also, to not forget that man's greatest need is met through Jesus Christ. Until then, I'll see you the next time. Grace and peace.